This is Warrior's Way Podcast, episode 49, and I'm James Eek. Most of us experience a life full of wonderful moments and difficult moments. But for many of us, even when we are most joyful, there is fear behind our joy. We fear that this moment will end, that we won't get what we need, that we will lose what we love, or that we will not be safe. Often our biggest fear is the knowledge that one day our bodies will cease functioning. So even when we are surrounded by all the conditions for happiness, our joy is not complete. We may think that if we ignore our fears, they're just going to go away. But if we bury our worries and anxieties in our consciousness, they continue to affect us and bring us more sorrow. We are very afraid of being powerless. But we have the power to look deeply at our fears, and then fear cannot control us. We can transform our fear. Fear keeps us focused on the past or worried about the future. If we can acknowledge our fear, we can realize that right now we are okay. Right now, today, we are still alive, and our bodies are working marvelously. Our eyes can still see the beautiful sky. Our ears can still hear the voices of our loved ones. The first part of looking at our fear is just inviting it into our awareness without judgment. We just acknowledge gently that it is there. This brings a lot of relief already. Then, once our fear has calmed down, we can embrace it tenderly and look deeply at its roots, its sources. Understanding the origins of our anxieties and fears will help us let go of them. Is our fear coming from something that is happening right now, or is it an old fear? A fear from when we were small, that we just kept inside. When we practice inviting all our fears up, we become aware that we are still alive. That we still have many things to treasure and enjoy. If we're not pushing down and managing our fear, we can enjoy the sunshine, the fog, the air, and the water. If you can look deep into your fear and have a clear vision of it, then you can really live a life that is worthwhile. The Buddha was a human being, and he also knew fear. But because he spent each day practicing mindfulness and looking closely at his fear when confronted with the unknown, he was able to face it calmly and peacefully. There's a story about the time Buddha was out walking with Angul Mala, a notorious serial killer who came upon him. Angulamama shouted for the Buddha to stop. But the Buddha kept walking slowly and calmly. Angulamala caught up with him and demanded to know why he hadn't stopped. The Buddha replied, I stopped a long time ago. It is you who have not stopped. He went on to explain, I have stopped committing acts that cause suffering to other living beings. All living beings want to live. All fear death. We must nurture a heart of compassion and protect the lives of all beings. Startled, the serial killer asked to know more. By the end of the conversation, 
he vowed never again to commit violent acts and decided to become a monk. How could the Buddha remain so calm and relaxed when faced with a murderer? This is an extreme example. But each of us faces our fears in one way or another every day. A daily practice of mindfulness can be of enormous help. Beginning with our breath, beginning with awareness, we are able to meet whatever comes our way. Fearlessness is not possible, is not only possible, it is the ultimate joy. When you touch non-fear, you are free. If I'm ever in an airplane and the pilot announces that the plane is about to crash, I'll practice mindful breathing. If you receive bad news, I hope you will do the same. But don't wait for the critical moment to arrive before you start practicing to transform your fear and live mindfully. Nobody can give you fearlessness. Even if the Buddha was sitting right there next to you, he couldn't give it to you. You have to practice it and realize it yourself. If you make a habit of mindfulness practice, when difficulties arise, you will already know what to do. So this is an article by the amazing Nobel Peace Prize nominee, by the way, nominated by none other than Martin Luther King Jr. Um, It's an article on fear written by the Zen master Thich Nhat Hanh. If you haven't read some of his writings, you need to do it. He's the kind of amazing Zen master that uh, once you start to look into his life, he's going to completely change yours. And he's written a great deal in his lifetime. And like I said, he was nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize by Martin Luther King Jr. So, uh, yeah, if only all of our resumes could look like that. (laughs) Um, What I've come to understand through the decades of practice myself, through both good and bad, and sometimes terrible times, is that mindfulness is only really possible and powerful when you start to understand what true acceptance is about. You can learn to breathe properly, and that's a really good step. You can learn how to sit like a mountain, and this is important. But what the missing piece through learning to be, what the missing piece is, is learning to be non-judgmental. Just to accept, to understand, and to embrace. Lately, I've been reading quite a bit about Jungian psychology and the concept of the shadow, your own dark side, which is like a wolf that prowls at night looking for something or someone to eat. If you don't acknowledge and feed this dark side, and even to a degree learn to embrace it, you can end up with its energy rising to the surface and taking over or making you do things you later can't imagine why the heck you ever did them. Believe me. Mindfulness and integrated breathing and acceptance brings all the aspects of your inner self and the outer world together. 
It lets you see things as they really are without judging. And we all do that so easily. We, that's what we do. Believe it or not, we judge. If you don't believe it, go through one day and just count how many times you judge something. Without the stress and the battles that all that kind of stuff does, it just it, it brings all conflict into your life. But once you can get to a certain point in your training, you'll start to understand that really when you get down to it, there is nothing to fear in this life. It is as it is, and things will be as they pan out. What causes us stress and hardship is when we cling to things as we want them to be, as we tell ourselves that they should be, and how we wish everything would be. In other words, we want to create the world that we want to possess. And the thing is, the world is not really ours to dominate and control. It's completely out of our control. All of our control. It doesn't matter who you are. You might even believe that you can control it, but you can't. All we can ever hope to control to any degree is ourselves and our reactions. And even that is pretty difficult most of the time. And I'm sure that the Zen master Thich Nhat Hanh would tell you the same thing. Not letting the stresses and concerns and life and death itself bother us, it, it's a tough thing. And that's why it is called training. And it isn't a kind of training that you'll accomplish and not have to do again. Mindfulness and acceptance, just like learning to embrace your shadow, is something you have to keep at and focus on all the time. When I'm doing this podcast, in the back of my mind, I'm also trying to focus on my breathing. I'm also trying to focus on being present. Not worrying about how long I've been recording this or how short I've been recording this. If anyone is going to like it, if anyone will listen, if this podcast even matters. It all simply is what it is. Me. In this moment. Talking to you. Breathing. And letting go. I think this is probably the closest that we can get to enlightenment in this life. Being present in the moment and not worrying about anything other than accepting and not judging and just breathing. And really, that's all you have. Until the end, that's all you have. Right here, right now. Breathe. Be calm. Be grateful. Be at peace. If you want to know how I suggest you get some of this so-called Zen in your life, I suggest three things. Number one is practice breathing. When you are at your desk or walking down the street or standing in line at the bank or anywhere and everywhere, calm and count your breaths. Learn how to do conscious abdominal breathing. The second thing that I'd suggest is meditate. Now, it doesn't have to be for a long time, but it has to be meditation. 
Block out some of your time every day just to sit. Even if it's a minute, two minutes. And then stick with it. Meditation is something that will likely be one of the most important things that you have done with your life once you get at it. And it will change your life. And the third thing is jujitsu. With conscious focus on chilling out. You can just do jujitsu. You can do aggressive spazjitsu. Or you can learn to deal with whatever happens in your jujitsu with calm. Be the one person on the mats that nothing phases you. Doesn't matter how big or small or aggressive or sweaty or smelly or whatever else that other person is. Just chill. Just breathe. Just deal with it. Just relax. Put all that together and make it work and what you end up with is a pretty good start to dealing with life as it really is. Of course, it's just the start. (laughs) But it's the start with all the right tools. Breathe. Calm. Accept. And relax. There you go. Good luck. All right. So the question of the day is... I love jujitsu, but I want to get better. Do you think I should do CrossFit to improve my jujitsu? Well, I think that in, to improve your jujitsu abilities, you need to do more jujitsu. I think you need to get on the mats as much as possible. CrossFit or running or whatever else isn't going to make your actual jujitsu better. The reality is, and maybe it's a tough pill for some people to swallow, but jujitsu will make your jujitsu better. Just like karate will make your karate better. Bowling will make your bowling better. Walking will make your walking better. Breathing will make your breathing better. Now, that said, I do think you need to hit the gym. You need to hit the gym because you want to be strong. You want to be fit. You want to be able to do all the things that you want to do in your life and for the rest of your life or for as long as you can. Even more important is as you age, you'll want to keep doing all those things that you do. So you need to be strong and you need a strong body to help you get there. And you might not realize it now when you're listening to this when you're 30 or even 40 or 41 or 42 or 43. (laughs) But one day you will realize that you do not have the body that you did when you were 20, no matter how fit you are. So you have to keep at it. Now, it doesn't have to be a certain kind of thing. You don't need to join any special gym or any sort of special workout. What you need to do is some resistance training with some weight. But it can be body weight exercises too. If you can't afford to go to the gym, you know what? Good Lord gave you a body to do push-ups and pull-ups and squats and all of that stuff. You can do that. Believe me. Do basic training. 
you do a whole lot of that stuff. There's no gym. Well, there is a gym, but you don't do it in basic training, but you do a whole lot of other things and you end up strong. But it can also be things like skipping and running, or it can be swimming. I myself like to make sure that I do resistance training with weight that maintains a strong body working all of the muscles. Now, this isn't so that I am getting huge. It's so that I can do all the things I want to do with this body in this life. Like they say, use it or lose it. Fitness and strength is the same thing. You need to use your body to be fit and to be able to live a life that has a kind of quality that you want and so that you can keep doing it as long as possible. So, there you go. The other thing to think about is a lot of these popular things, they do a generic type of workout that is, everybody just does this. And you want something that is more for you. Maybe you can't do Olympic lifts. Maybe you can't do pull-ups yet. Maybe you can't, you know, maybe you can't even do push-ups. So you have to think about what is best for you and build yourself there. And now if there's people listening to this and they're having a problem, you know, maybe you're, you haven't ever really worked out too much, you just start with one. If you can do one push-up, do one push-up and then try to make it one and a half push-ups. Before you know it, you're going to have two push-ups and then that, turn that two push-ups into three push-ups and so on and do that every day and get stronger. And before you know it, you will be stronger and you will be more fit and you will be awesome and that will help your life. Will it make your jujitsu better? Eh, not so much. But you know what? It's going to make your mind better. It's going to make your body stronger. It's going to make you more tough and rugged and ready to deal with what life throws you because you will feel better about yourself and stronger and able to do things. So there you go. I hope that answered your question. Get in the gym. <laughs> if you can't afford a gym, like I said, push-ups, sit-ups, squats, find some place to learn how to do some pull-ups can't do pull-ups get yourself one of those big rubber bands you can get most places nowadays and help yourself and then get rid of that thing and just do them yourself all right so i think we're gonna leave it there um as of recording this we have around ten thousand listens to this podcast so i just wanted to say to all of you thank you so very much um you listening to this has made this podcast more successful than I ever thought that it would become. Um, and it means a lot to me that there's people out there listening to it and loving it. I, as I record this, I just read an email from a man by the name of Paul, who is training in Kyokushin Karate in Australia. And I just want to say, hey, Paul, how's it going? And thank you for being a listener and thank you for touching base with me. And that's awesome that you like the podcast. And I'm thrilled that you're studying Kyokushin, which is a great style of karate. And keep listening. So if you are like Paul <laughs> and you like this podcast, let me know. Drop me a line. I love to hear from people 
Um, I love to hear that you like the podcast and what it does in your life. I think I, what I might start doing is uh, publishing some of these letters on our website. I think that might be a cool idea. Of course, I'll probably take last names out and just kind of let people know what people think. Uh, of course, I have to get around to doing that because on top of everything else, um, you know, I, I prefer training and living to sitting on a computer. <laughs> and if you're not like me, then you should be. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, please let people know about our podcast, Where's Way Podcast. Um, it started less than a year ago and it is... To be honest with you, I started it thinking that, you know, some of my students would listen to it. Maybe they'll get something out of it. Um, and it has kind of grown and in an awesome kind of way that I didn't imagine. Um, I didn't start it expecting to, you know, have anybody listening for that matter. I thought it would just be a, a valuable tool for some people. Um, but I've come to understand that there's a whole lot of people that like it. And I think that is awesome. So if you do like it, do me a favor. This thing is free, as you know. So, you know what? Give back. And you can do that two ways. Number one, give it a review, man. Go on Apple Podcasts and leave us five stars. That's the easy way out. But also, just type a few words on your Apple machine and say what this podcast means to you and what you like about it and what other people would like about it. Because that is the way that the world works these days, and that's how people find out about these things. So you do a little blurb, and then other people know that the thing's awesome. So if you could do that, that'd be great, and it would make my day. And, you know, we'll end up with 20,000 listens not too long down the road, and I will be completely blown away. <laughs> say the least. Um, the other thing is um, we have a Facebook page. So if you're a Facebooker, um, go on there and like the page. I also have a page for my martial arts school, which is the Eek Academy of Martial Arts. And you can like that. I have tons of stuff on there. I put videos from classes and all that kind of stuff. So if you're into that, you can always like that. Um, and the other thing is, is we're on Instagram. It's under the Eek Academy though. I, you know, I do understand I could have more than one Instagram account, but I don't want one. You know, I, like I said, I prefer to spend my life actually living than putting things on multiple platforms and blah, blah, blah. So go on there, follow it, like it, review it and whatever else you can do that turns your crank. Um, the other thing is we do have a Warriors Way podcast website, and I try to put stuff on there whenever I can get around to it. Um, it the Facebook and the Instagram tend to get a little bit more notice from me these days, but I will do my best to build that website as time goes on. Um, and then the last thing is if you like this stuff that I talk about... Um, and want to support the cool stuff I do. Um, I have written a couple books. You can find those on Amazon. They're available as ebooks for Kobo and for Kindle or whatever it is that you read these things with, with Kobo and Kindle. Um, and that is on the Amazon website. You can also get them as paperbacks as well. Um, I have a few more books that I'm working on, just need time to edit and all that kind of stuff. So there'll probably be some more stuff in the, in the near future. 
once I get around to it. And I think that's about it. The other thing that you can do is just spread the word about the podcast if you do enjoy it to your friends and to your family and to your um, teammates, if that's what you like calling them, the people in your dojo, your fellow students or friends. And, And I think I'll just leave it at that. So until next time, get on the mats, train hard, have some fun, be a good friend, and make this world a little bit better. Not just for you, but for everyone and everything else around you. Take care.